Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broadcasting live here in Studio 34, Midtown Manhattan at the Fantasy Sports Network. Presented by SportsGrid. We're going to do this quick. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy. We got, of course, our crew and special guest who was here last, uh, last Friday. Very special. And we'll probably be here tomorrow uh, on, the show, on the program. Oh, yeah. Steve Satterford. Short Yellow Bus Special. Short Yellow Bus Special with Steve Satterford. Damn. Uh, like and, of that, course, huh? as you heard, Jim Day, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, the man, and George Kurtz. But this is a short segment, and we have a draft going on. We have the Fantasy Pit League, which you are the commissioner of, Steve. Tell us a little bit about it real quick before we uh, do the draft order. Not by choice, but we got a lot of people together since I got a little more free time than most of you. I got to commission. Yeah. So, <laughs> right or roll, man. I mean, we're going to do the, do the official drawing. It's right here in the championship helmet. Of the New England Patriots. That's correct. I have the Jets helmet here because we will be talking Jets after this segment. But let's start with the draft order. In this Pit League, it's a 12-team league. You got us four. Here on the program in the league. Sussman. The, the BFFs, BFFs are, sh- are together. They're sharing a team. Yeah. Okay. Joe got- Ranieri, as you know, uh, in the morning after, you know him in a lot of programs, actually. Joe Ranieri. You got Dane. Dane Martinez, Spitting Speeds. Got a couple, man. Of, couple of the producers from down there. A couple of producers from downstairs. I think. Uh, we got Davis Maddock. No, there's no fan in this one. No this is in this all one. in-house. All in-house, All man. in-house, guys. All, uh, mostly experts. You're talking uh, Davis Maddock, who runs Roto Experts, and he knows his stuff too, uh, NFL, you know, the, golf, everything. So let's do it. Let's begin it before we head to break. All right. The draft order for the Fantasy Pit League 2019. All right, we're, we're going backwards. Uh, so 12th overall pick goes to... I like that. Did you shake it up? No, I kept on missing it. It's... I'll shake it up. Davis Maddock. Oh, a couple of fell out right here. Of course they did. Davis Maddock got the 12th overall pick. Davis Maddock gets the 12th overall pick. That's what he gets for for joining the league list. I see it. Drop one more. All right, go ahead. Ah, fuck. (laughs) Nice job. Frank and Greg, 11th. Well-run draft selection. No, this is this is how you do draft selections. How else will we do it? We're You're dropping things out of here. You you got oh. a Jets helmet, but you got a Patriots. Yeah, because yeah, I'm sure all the Jet fans are real happy. About <laughs> yeah, but the, the Jets need to win if they. Who was eleven? Team. Did you announce? Well, the pick? Yeah, it was the BFFs. BFFs, BFFs got eleven. BFFs got pick eleven. Shout I'm, out to B- who also have pick ten in the GST league. We'll talk about. Well, that I got pick ten. Steve Sadovoy gets pick ten. I like that pick. That's my favorite pick. Turn this a little bit away from me more. Then we got EY. EY, Eric Young, WWE superstar Eric pick Young. Nine. EY gets pick nine, part of the BFF. We got Alex Fasano, producer. Producer eight. Alex Fasano, pick eight. You guys know Alex Fasano. Shout out to him. Jim Day, pick seven. Jim Day, Fantasy Taz. You like seven? Right in the middle of everything, huh? I hate seven. I hate seven. I mean, you want to switch? Uh, you could take nine if you want. We'll talk about that after. <laughs> Keep going. I hate nine, too. <laughs> Joe Ranieri, six. Joe, oh, I'm going to get a top pick right here. Me and George Kurtz, we're up at the top. Oh, Let's man, go. that's true. 
Uh, we so got well, George Kurtz. I want to make that decision. Oh, George Kurtz right against there. him. George Kurtz gets pick five. That's a, that's a good pick, though. George we got like Yang, right, right another producer right of pick four. Yang, Yang producer of Game Time Decisions, a late night producer. Yang gets pick four. Chris Ventra, pick, pick three. three. Oh, that's beautiful. I get one of the big three, baby. And then I'm on your boy's team, your sister's favorite sportscaster uh, right where here. Where are the others? I, I got, ah, damn, it's, they're getting stuck in there. Are you kidding me? You got to get it <laughs> out. I can't, I can't see. You're stuck? I can't see. Oh, wait, how many picks we have left? Two. So you got two left. Here we go. It's Dane. Little Cardano. Little Cardano, that's Mike right. Mike Cardano Jr. gets picked Which two. Which, by default, means that Dane Martinez gets the first overall pick. Dane Martinez. Shout out Spittin to Spittin' Speed. Speeds. His thing got lost in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah, well, who cares? Yeah, um, but that's him. But there's the draft order for the Fantasy Pit League 2019. We did one for baseball, doing it for football. Take this New England Patriots out of my face. <laughs> um, and then you got, so you got the draft order. Dan Martinez, little Mike Cardano. Chris Ventra. Shout out. Me Yang. at three. Yang at four. You got George, George Kurtz at five. Good pick there. Who's six here? Joe Ranieri. Jim Day at seven. Alex. Alex Fasano. I'm taking eight. Pat Mahomes. I'm telling you. I like that. Do it. Oh, one, it's a one quarterback league. Wait, wait. How, how, <laughs> how much is the buy in for this league? Doing a little buy in. 75 bucks. 75 bucks. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a friendly league. It's, it's a, not oh, that. So not only did we get this draft thrust upon us, we got this draft thrust upon us, and it's going to cost us 75 bucks? That's not That's bad. That's a week's Jim. pay for me. It's, the, it's, the cheap, it's not bad. It's the cheapest league I've been in in 10 years. That's a week's pay for me. That's a week's pay for me. Jim Day shouting out his own pay schedule. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> I. Seventy-five dollars is good, I think, because you want to have a little bit of money at the top. There's well, something to play for. You don't well, want people be, messing around. We're going to be giving guys bonuses on a weekly basis, so most points every week gets gets, gets a few bucks here and there. So there's always something to play yeah, for. Yeah, so you get week. your week's payback in a week. <laughs> yeah. do, do well week one, Jim, and and you're set. Is it seventy-five dollars for the payout for each week? No, that would be impossible. All right, we'll figure that out. <laughs> there you go. There's the draft order, as we said. Fantasy Pit League 2019, and when we come back. We'll be talking New York football Jets. Live draft uh, tomorrow. Some, and live draft tomorrow. That's right. Live draft will be here tomorrow for this league uh, at 1 or 1.30 p.m. Eastern right here on the show. Heading right into BFFs. There you have it. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Be right back. Jim Day, George Kurt, Steve Satterboy. Thanks for hopping on with your boy. I quit today. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. 
I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Best friends. Yep. The best friends forever. Who is your number eight running back? For a long time, it was Joe Mixon. It may still be Joe Mixon. The ADP for Joe Mixon is dropping. Yeah, the ADP for Joe Mixon is certainly dropping. He's actually dropped behind Dalvin Cook, with Dalvin Cook going around 15.7 ADP and Joe Mixon sliding down to 16.9. I still have Joe Mixon as my RB8. Still have him part of that second tier at the bottom of that tier. Watch live weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. Metal. Shout out to the producers, Brian, Alex, the music today. So we're talking Jets football, as you can see here. I really don't like it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Everything about the Jets is ugly. The colors, the logo, so plain. But we're talking Jets, and they have some interesting players this year. Now, before we do, I just want to get into... Obviously, one of the biggest uh, pieces of news around the NFL has been the acquisition of Duke Johnson to the Houston Texans. Uh, They traded, the Texans gave the Browns a 2020 conditional fourth round pick, meaning it could be a third round pick, uh, depending on what happens. I don't know the exact details of of the trade, but Duke Johnson heads to Houston. Uh, And he was going as RB53. Me and Greg were discussing this before. And I think at this point, he's got to shoot up your boards. He's going to get a lot of the passing down work there in Houston. With Deonta Foreman now gone, who actually signed with the Colts, uh, I think this is a a pretty good back to have as possibly a flex option now in 2019. George, what do you think about this signing here in Houston? Well, it was a trade, not trade. a signing. Yes, so, uh, I mean, first of all, the first thing that came to mind was, well, this is why I always like to say, uh, how can you tell when a team official is lying? When his lips move, right? We heard from both teams. Cleveland, oh, we're not trading him. We love Duke Johnson. Houston, no, we don't need a running back, blah, 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 blah. Everybody <laughs> lies. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I think it's a good move for Houston. 
Uh, I, I'm, I'm not a big Lamar Miller guy as far as an NFL player. I think they needed another running back. I've said it many times. I wish they would have been more in on Le'Veon Bell in free agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, I theorized that maybe Melvin Gordon might have been a, you know, at least check in to see what they would have wanted of him in a trade there. But they needed another back there. I think this gives them somebody who's obviously more of a pass catcher than a running back, but a threat, another threat back there. So I like this. Now, you mentioned we had him in the 50s. He certainly moves up. You don't want to move up to the running back three category? Okay. But he's in low 40s. You know, flex category, somebody you could certainly use in PPR leagues or half-point PPR leagues. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, I, you, I think you got to move him up. In a PPR league, he should be moved up to, yeah, at least, I think, a high-end RB4 range. Uh, you know, he could have the type of value... You know, like the James Whites, the Tariq Cohens out there, obviously they have more value because they've been doing it. Last year, Duke Johnson didn't really have his best year. Uh, and, you know, he was bogged down by all the backs that they have. Chubb and, you know, Kareem Hunt coming back. That hurt his value. Now there's really no running backs on this team besides Lamar Miller and Duke. And you would think Duke would get the majority of, you know, the pass-catching opportunities out there. And he's a very talented back. I mean, he's had very good seasons in fantasy uh, he's been a flex before, at least. So he was uh, the number eleven, uh, number eleven running back in the twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. There you go. RB eleven in PPR. I'm sure twenty seventeen. What do you think about this signing, uh, Jim Day? And are you on uh, Duke Johnson now that he's Absolutely changed? Absolutely love Duke Johnson. Me too. Always have. Glad he's going to a team that's actually going to use him for whatever reason. Cleveland didn't use him. Stupid. 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 One of the reasons why all those people that made those decisions are long gone and most of them aren't coaching anymore. Uh, you got a talented guy like this who showed us, you know, two years ago what he can do on that field. And he's a great receiving back, one of the best in the league. Houston is absolutely going to use him in that. And don't forget, Houston plays a lot of no huddle offense, and he's a perfect back for a no huddle offense because he can run when needed to. So he's going to get a lot of play in, in Houston. I definitely predict. He's going to have running back three kind of numbers, but with running back two upside in that offense. I, I agree 100% with you. I'm very high on Duke Johnson. I've always liked Duke Johnson. Came out of Miami. Uh, I believe he was, what is he, the all-time leading rusher in Miami, Florida? I okay. don't know that. College. I believe he honest, is though. in terms of yardage. So Duke Johnson, not only, the thing is, I think the misconception about him is that he, people think he's just a pass-catching back. He's a good running back as well. He could run between the tackles and stuff. He's not that small. He's 5'9", but he's 210 pounds. He's got weight to him. And on the ground in his career, he averages 4.3 yards a carry. I bet a lot of people did not know that. Uh, Last year on 40 carries, averaged 5. 2017 on 82 carries, averaged 4.2. And in 2016 on 73 carries, averaged 4.9. I would hope that he'd get over 100 carries this year and maybe gets... The targets like he did in 2017 where he had 93 targets for 74 catches and 693 yards. The touchdowns might be hard to come by, but I think this guy could have a lot of value and has a ceiling that's higher than a lot of the people because people kind of forgot about Duke Johnson in Cleveland. Now he's on a new team. I think this could be a really good, uh, you know, it adds to the running back depth in terms of drafting this year. I think he could actually have very good value in 2019. So before we head to the next break, let's talk about the New York Jets. The New York Jets. <laughs> so what's there to say? Obviously, Todd Bowles gets fired. There's a lot of changes here. You got new head coach Adam Gase, former head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Uh, a lot of people say this is a questionable hire. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Frank Stanfield, who I know was very upset with the uh, Adam Gase hiring. 
But he's supposed to be a, a you know a QB guy, offensive guy who now his offenses move very slow. But we'll see what he could do here in in New York. Uh, obviously, with a new head coach hire comes new coordinators. Dal Logans also from Miami. I believe he was Gase's offensive coordinator or Q, QB's coach uh, in Miami. And then you got Greg Williams, great defensive coordinator uh, coming from the Cleveland Browns. So, and he's been around a long time, Greg Williams. I mean, he used to be the head coach for the Buffalo Bills back in the day. Uh, so I like the Greg Williams defensive coordinator signing. Gase, Logans, I don't know. We'll, we'll just have to see. Other changes, they lose a lot of offensive linemen. Offensive guard, James Carpenter, Spencer Long. Buster Screen in the secondary. A lot of guys there. Obviously, they add Lev Bell. C.J. Mosley was a big signing for them from the Ravens. Uh, Jamison Crowder as a third slot-type wide receiver. Uh, Brian Poole, a cornerback that they added to replace when they lost Buster Screen. And uh, offensive guard Kalichi Osamele and Ryan Khalil, recent signings. Am I missing anyone, Jim Day? No, I think he covered it. Covered it. So a lot of changes. They're trying to bolster up that offensive line for Sam Darnold. Uh, they're trying to make this team, you know, better offensively, protect their young quarterback. You got Lev Bell, who should also help keep that young quarterback from getting killed out there. Uh, and in the draft, they take defensive tackle Quinnen Williams as they, with their first pick, a, a defensive end, Jai Che, Polite, and offensive tackle Chuma Adoga in the third round. So addressing the lines. I like that. New York Jets addressing the lines in the draft, both lines. Uh, last year, and defensively, they ranked 18th against the pass, 21st against the run, according to DVOA on Football Outsiders. And coming into this, uh, this season, their offensive line is ranked 28th, according to Pro Football Focus. So there you have it. That's all the changes and all the things uh, overall for the New York Jets team coming into 2019. But we're about to head to break, and when we come back, I want to get into the fantasy aspect of this. We want to talk about Lev Bell. What he's going to do for this team. Ty Montgomery getting hyped up as well. Adam Gase could throw a curveball. He wants 500 touches, Levelle. We don't know for sure if he's going to get it. George, real quick before we head to break. Lev Bell, right now, is the consensus RB6, according to NFFC, and pick number nine in ADP. How do you feel about that and Lev Bell in general heading into 2019? Well, I, I took him in the Scott Fishbowl in 11th overall. I. I had even at 11th overall, I wasn't thrilled about it because like, you don't know how the Jets are going to use him. You've heard Gaze, we've heard reports that he really didn't want Bell. Not so much that he didn't want Bell, but he doesn't believe in a, a Bell cow back, for lack of a better term. <laughs> he believes in uh, sort of spread it around. Yeah, you like that little pun there. Uh, I do my homework every now and then. <laughs> uh, so I do worry about that somewhat. Will he not give Bell? He's not getting 500 touches, but will he not give him 300? You know, this offense should run through Bell, throwing the ball out in the flat, throwing the ball. Uh, you know, short little passes, run the ball when he has to. I think Jim Day brought up, and I agree, he's a different kind of running back where he waits, and can that offensive line afford him that opportunity to wait to find that hole? You know, so we'll wait to see what happens there as well. So mm. I am interested, but he's not a back I'd want in an overwhelming majority of leagues. I haven't won. I would, I would take him in another. I might take him tomorrow. But uh, I wouldn't want to take him in two, three, four, five leagues because uh, I don't trust him completely. Yes, and that's a, that's a good bit of information for everybody here. 
you don't really want to take these risky guys uh, in all the leagues that you have. Try not diversify the portfolio, of course. But 11th pick, Lebel could be good. He's got a year of rest. We'll talk about it more after the break. Fantasy Football Frenzy with Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the closer. You're right back. Game time decisions. Jacoby Brissett's going to play, but I don't think that much. Andrew Luck's already hurt, Ken. They can't afford to get Jacoby Brissett injured now. All right, he's one of the better backups, if not the best best backup yep. in the NFL, in my opinion. And they know this. They can't afford to get Jacoby Brissett injured. The, the other cornerback's going to play most of the time is that Philip Walker kid. Watch live weekdays, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. The 2019-2020 NFL season is here with a slate of games tonight. And you can become the eighth person to win a million dollars in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer or become one of the countless number of people who have won thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you are playing Daily Fantasy Sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you are doing it wrong. Head on over and check out their tools for NFL, MLB, 
PGA, NBA, NHL, and sports wagering, or get access to all of them with the Daily Roto Elite Package. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount, and you'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and use of the same Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. That's DailyRoto.com, promo code ACTION. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. There you go. DailyRoto.com, check it out. Get all your DFS and fantasy needs fulfilled there. So, Fantasy Football Frenzy, it is Thursday, August 8th. And obviously, we got tonight, preseason football begins. You have the Jets versus the Giants. Maybe we'll see a little Daniel Jones. Uh, Lev Bell will not play tonight. Uh, and you got a lot of games on the slate tonight for the for preseason week one. So, the Jets. Talking fantasy here. Le'Veon Bell, you heard from George. He doesn't want him in too many places, which is understandable. He took a whole year off, uh, and we don't know exactly how he's going to perform after that, right? Now, I tend to be inclined on the side of him, get, this being a positive thing. Uh, having rest, he's 27 years old, so he's kind of in the latter part of his prime. And he's got some tread on the tires, but this year might have given him the rest he needed to last an extra couple of years in the league, or at least have an extra couple of years of really high-end production. And that's what I'm looking for here from Lev Bell in uh, 2019. I think this helps him. Uh, and as of right now, I have Lev Bell as my RB6, right behind David Johnson at 5. And quite frankly, I don't know, with, with the Zeke stuff going on right now, I might have to put David Johnson and Lev Bell ahead of Zeke eventually. But we'll see how that pans out. Right now, he's six, and I would easily take him sixth overall in a, in a PPR draft. Uh, I mean, the guy's very, has had a fantastic career. I know the offensive line isn't the Pittsburgh Steelers' offensive line, Jim. I know that the quarterback isn't, it's not Big Ben. It's a young quarterback. The receivers aren't the same, but I think in volume alone. And the fact that he's a great pass catcher. And the fact that as a running back, he's averaged about 4.3 yards per carry in his career. And for the most part, besides his last full season as a running back, he averaged 4.0 because they ran him into the ground with 321 carries, the Steelers. Uh, But all the years prior to that, he was averaging well over 4.5 yards a carry, really. So, Jim, how do you feel about Lev Bell heading into the season? Do you think Gase will screw this up somehow? I mean, they're talking up Ty Montgomery right now, so... Well, let me put it this way. Last year, the Jets were 29th in total offense. They were 27th in offensive touchdowns. They were 26th in offensive plays, 23rd in pass attempts, 16th in rushing attempts. So, you know, middle of the road there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what the problem with all those numbers I just spouted are? Every single one of them, Miami was worse. Guess who's now coaching the Jets? Miami's coach. The guy who was the worst. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I do have a little bit of hesitation with, with Bell. And, it, you know, they've made a couple of moves in the last couple of days to get a couple of, you know, aging veterans on the offensive line. That should help. But, again, you're, you're bringing in new guys this late in the stage. We talk about it all the time. Offensive line need time to gel. Right. They need to learn how to work together be able to realize when one is going to move in, when, when the other is going to move out. 
takes time to build that kind of rapport together. So that has me concerned. You know, Adam Gaze with Miami ran the fewest number of offensive plays in a league last year. That concerns me. To draft him that early in the draft, as good as I think he is, I just can't do it. Look, I, I've said it, I said it all last year. I'll say it again. James Conner had better numbers with the Steelers last year than Lev Bell did in any season he played with the Steelers. So why wouldn't you draft him, who is still playing behind an elite offensive line with good offensive weapons around him, in front of Lev Bell? I'm going to. I have him above him. Um, so I, I just don't get, you know, it was nice when this all happened, when he first went there, that he, Bell was going in the second round, you know, usually mid to late second round. You know, and I could see that. I, could, I definitely would take the shot on him there just because of the upside that exists. But to take him in the middle of first round with all of this stuff going, I can't do it. I, I understand. Just can't do it. Good points there. Uh, the one, and I know you asked that question. The, what's the one reason why would you take Bell over Connor? And for me, it's the volume. So I think Bell's going to have a significant amount of volume uh, for the New York Jets. Well, you just I said just it can't yourself. See. They're talking up Ty Montgomery. They are talking it's up. It's going to be Montgomery. supposedly a big role for Ty Montgomery. Now, if the, answer me this. Mm-hmm. If they run the fewest number of plays in the league, right, um, and they have a guy that's supposed to wants to touch the ball five hundred times, and you have another running back that is supposed to play a prominent role in this offense, something doesn't add up. Right. Well, well, the first thing you have to ask yourself is, do you buy the Ty Montgomery thing? And I don't buy it. Like I don't buy Ty Montgomery being taking away a significant amount of touches from Lev Bell. I don't buy any running back here taking away a significant amount of touches from Le'Veon Bell. I think he's going to see, I think he's going to be top five in terms of touches uh, when it comes to running backs in 2019. Uh, And based on that volume alone and his talent, I think that he'll have an RB1 season. Uh, Plus the the year of rest. Hopefully he's fully healthy and ready to go and brings a spark to this New York Jets offense. And I think this team has to run through Bell. The, the weapons offensively in, in the passing game aren't, aren't very, very good. I would say they're average to maybe slightly above average. I doubt it, though. Uh, that depends on Crowder and, and Anunwa uh, and their health. But the rest of it, it's, it's Bell. And you got Dar- Darnold, who's a young quarterback who looked bad for the most part last year until the end. Uh, I, you don't want to have to have him throw too much. Uh, and put the game on his shoulders, so you put it on Bell's shoulders, and this is why they got him and paid him a good amount of money. So I, I think because they paid him so much, he's got to get the val- volume. Montgomery stuff, I think, is nonsense. But maybe George has a different take. George, what do you think? Do you think that Montgomery, this Montgomery stuff is nonsense? Are you buying it? Are you selling it? Uh, and I know you said you're not really super interested in having Bell everywhere, but you do buy Lev Bell uh, in certain drafts this year. Uh, well, as far as the Montgomery thing, no, I, I don't care about Montgomery. Uh, I'm sure he'll have some, uh, some kind of role, but he's not taking away significant touches for Bell. That would just be silly. Yeah. Now, there are, I do worry about Bell, though, because, you know, I said it before, Gase didn't really want Bell or any uh, Bell, any top running back. He wanted more of a, uh, I guess, a committee. That's what he likes. You know, the Montgomery, Powell, McGuire, he probably won other decent back. He would have preferred that and spend his money elsewhere, which is fine. We see that in the NFL. They don't want a lot of teams. Coaches don't like to spend on a running back. I get that. But you have to trust that Gase is not going to be like, uh, you know, cut up his nose to spite his face and still you, you know, c- commit his running backs to that way, even though he has a better running back who should be the number one guy. They get most of the touches there. 
I don't. I think he's going to be smart about it, but I'm not sure. You know, I don't worry so much about the uh, the amount of plays he ran in Miami last year. I think that was more a product of the team. I think they were running down the 40-second clock to 39 every damn time because they want to kill as much time, keep that defense off the field, which is going to be on the field for a ton anyway. Right. You know, he didn't have, he didn't have the offensive weapons yet. Not, not that the Jets have great weapons, but he had nowhere near what the Jets Yeah, had these are better. Yeah. These are better. My problem is, I mean, I think tomorrow's going to be a uh, – uh, during our draft, I have the fifth pick. If Elliott does go at four – I'm going to have a tough choice at five. Do I want to take Bell again? I do have him as running back five, but I don't love it. The problem is every back that I have after him, I worry about as well. Todd Gurley with the knee. You know, Gordon, I don't know when he's coming back. David Johnson? Uh, David Johnson is the one. That'll be my choice. If it does go Barkley, McCaffrey, Kamara, Elliott tomorrow, it'll be Bell, Johnson, Bell, Johnson. And since I already have Bell in one place, I might go Johnson here. It would be the, the tiebreaker there. But I think Bell is the better back. I just don't completely trust Gates. I think he's going to do the smart thing, but I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. And that's that's been a, a theme all year. I think a lot of you know fantasy experts and fantasy owners out there are having trouble weighing who? David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell. It's kind of close. Uh, they're both no, very good backs. It's not close for you? David no. Johnson way ahead of Bell for you, Jim Day. Yes, I, way ahead. Why? Just because I... I in that offense, with that spread offense around him, and them trying to be as upbeat as they can, trying to run as many plays as they can, he's going to get plenty more opportunities than Bell is. Well, the thing is here, if you look at, at their histories, both of them are great pass-catching backs. Uh, both have had over 80 catches before. Bell had over 80 catches twice in his career and 74 once. In a PPR format, they're both, both very good running backs to have. I think you really can't go too wrong either way. I mean, obviously, injury plays a part. Uh, you know, both their teams aren't very good offensively. I would even s- venture to say that the Jets' offense might be better uh, than Arizona's. You so, might be the only person on the planet saying that right now. I mean, I mean, look ask at it. Frank, They're both ask Frank, a Jets fan, if he thinks that's true. I mean, who, who does Arizona have? Who do, who they, do have? they have? Larry Fitzgerald, 38 years, 36, 37 years old? I mean, yeah, you know. absolutely. He's still a player in this league, and he's going to be a damn good wide receiver this year in this offense. You got oh, that's right. Kirk. That's right. You're you right. got. I'm, you, a, I'm a believer. I am. You got him at Whatever. wide receiver, this, too. <laughs> I, I think this kid, this guy is going to have a great season in this offense. Kirk there with David Johnson there. Look, they're not going to worry about the offensive line because they're not going to be sitting behind it. This offense is going to be moving spreading left all the time, everywhere. It's not going to be so he could sit back there and wait for the defense to come to him. They're going to have to find his ass. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, all things being equal, say say, say both their offenses are equal. Lev Bell, David Johnson, for me it's kind of a toss-up. George said it too. Jim's on David Johnson all day. He likes that offense. But we'll be right back. We'll talk about these wide receivers, tight end, and Sam Darnold when we come back. Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Thursday. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. 
I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Aaron Jones is one of the most talented running backs in the NFL. I, I may be able to put him in the top five in terms of talent. This guy can't stay healthy. And then when Jamal Williams played last year, he played great, man. I mean, he carried some teams to fantasy football championships when Aaron Jones was out. I don't think that there's any definitive guy in the backfield, so that certainly gives Dexter Williams a chance to play. Weekdays, noon to 2 p.m. Eastern on the Evan TSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. We are back on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. I had to scold the chat real quick, telling me I'm way off. Way off. David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell are the same guy. They do the same things. They're both quality running backs. They're both every down backs. They both catch the ball extremely well. They both have 80 uh, receptions in their career at some point in a season. They're both the highlight of their offense. Both their offenses aren't very good. The only difference is Lev Bell had a year a year off. That's that's the difference. David Johnson had almost a year off the year before, did? Well, he was hurt. Yeah, <laughs> he was hurt. Um, and they could both they're both you know pro, a little prone to injury here and there. So to me, it's very close. I do have David Johnson ahead of Bell. I have David Johnson at five and Bell six. Yes, David Johnson might be a little safer right now, but I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, you know scold anybody for taking Bell above Johnson. Like, I don't think it's that big of a difference to me. Uh, they're both workhorse running backs that are going to get a ton of volume this year. So let's talk about the trade that just happened in the fantasy pit league, right? <laughs> we just did the, the draft order before. Apparently, Jim Day, fantasy Taz Jim Day, 
breaking news. He trades his seventh overall pick to the BFFs. Shout out to the BFFs, Frank Stanford, Greg Sussman, who are co-managing a team. He trades that pick for the 11th pick, which is what the BFFs had. Is that just a clean swap, Jim? Or did you also swap second-round picks? I would hope you did. The whole draft. Oh, the whole draft. Okay. So there you go. They just swap picks completely. Why would he just do it in round one? Yeah, that would yeah, make really. sense. I was about to say. No, but Did you I, take I, stupid pills this morning. No, I would say do first, second, first and second round wouldn't be so bad. Like I would do well, that. I hope they. I hope they realize I meant the entire draft, which I think they did. <laughs> I like, assumed it was that as well. Because if you were, if you were smart, what you could have did also was trade your first and second for their first and second, and you'd have the earlier third still. You'd still have the earlier third round pick. That would have been a nice little trade for you. But I guess you want to well, do the whole draft. It would have been kind of hard to do since we were going through like five other people <laughs> between us and me and the BFFs to make this deal when we could hardly hear him over the uh, headset anyway. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> in the middle of a show and you're making trades. Let me ask Jim a question here. Let me ask Jim a question. Uh, Jim, since you play in so many leagues, uh, I'm assuming you play in some. I don't know for sure. Do you like the third round reversal? Oh, I do like the third round reversal. I do too. I do. Um, yeah, yeah, I, like I, I well. think it adds a nice look. It, it you listen to me enough. I like everything that changes up the norm, and third round reversal absolutely does that. It, you know, it really changes up your mindset when you go into a draft. So yeah, I do like the third round reversal a lot. Makes it a little different, and you can't just go in with a regular cheat sheet and expect it to really work for you. Yeah, yeah, I like it as well. I mean, it makes sense. You got the first pick. You get that re- that earlier pick in the uh, in the third, right? Oh no, no, you get the back end pick in the third. The so back end, right, 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 right. It, so it evens things out a little bit. Yeah, it evens out the draft a little bit. If you look at the stats year in year out, and by the way, it's this is true almost year in and year out, which is why I generally don't make these trades that we talked about as far as going lower in the draft. Generally, and this is all leagues, by the way, so a lot all the public leagues. If you pick first, that is the greatest percentage of finishing first, second, second, third, third, fourth, fourth. This goes down those lines. So I wonder, in third-round reversal, if that will change things up now, give more of a chance for the people who pick lower in the draft to, uh, to win, win, finishing the money, whatever it might be. Yeah, I mean, uh, that would be a good, good information to find out. I'm sure it does, because having, that, having the first pick overall is huge. I mean, it's just a huge difference, as opposed to having 9, 10, 11, or whatever it is. I mean, you're getting a guarantee. You're getting the best player. I mean, you're getting a guaranteed RB1 workhorse, uh, that you might not have the opportunity to late in the first round. So uh, I think it's very fair, the third down reversal. But let's talk about the Jets. Let's finish this up here. We, got, we talked about the running backs, uh, and we, some of us bought Ty Montgomery. Some of us didn't. But let's talk about these wide receivers and Sam Darnold. Starting with the wide receivers, Robbie Anderson right now looks to be the wide receiver one on this team. Uh, last year, he ended up as wide receiver 35 in PPR formats. So he was a back-end wide receiver three. And this year he comes in as wide receiver 32, according to NFFC, uh, pick 78 overall in ADP. Uh, the other wide receivers, Quincy Anuma, Jamison Crowder. Crowder is actually going ahead of Anunwa. He's wide receiver 65 right now at a 182 ADP, and Anunwa is 74 at 218, which I really like. I think there could be some good value there. When Anunwa is healthy, he's a pretty good possession type receiver pretty strong too could break some tackles he's not going to blow anyone away with speed or anything like that but 
he's a very solid wide receiver out there. He just can't always stay on the field. Same goes well, for the, Crowder. The other problem with the, with the Nunwa, I'm sorry, I thought you were done. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, the other problem with Anunwa is that he's done most of his hay in the slot, and now he's going to get pushed back outside because they're yeah. going to play Crowder mostly in the slot. So Anunwa hasn't been as good on the outside. Now, he's not terrible. There's other guys that are much worse, but he hasn't been great on the outside. He did most of his hay you know, playing that slot, so now he's going to move outside, and you have to wonder how that's going to work. And then just to add a little hay to this fire, um, I read a great article by Mike Clay over at ESPN about you know looking at the cornerback matchups that wide receivers have, and I, I love when he does those things. Mm-hmm. And man, if you look at the cornerback matchups that Robbie Anderson is going to start the season against, he is going to have a rough start to his season. Um, his, his first few games are going to be really tough. Watch out for this because the, the way reason I say this is because it evens up after that. He, he should be much easier. I think people are going to get frustrated with him, him in the first few games, and they're going to want to either drop him or try and move him. I say when he struggles those first few games, go in there and scoop him up, make a deal for him. You won't have to pay a lot because they'll be frustrated that their you know number two or number three wide receiver isn't doing anything. Jump in, grab him, and I think you'll be fine with him after that. Interesting point. I like that. Uh, two questions about that, though. So they're playing the Bills week one. And the Browns, Darius White, for da- yeah, right, for Davis White, Browns, Denzel Ward. You got the Patriots, Stephon Gilmore. Good luck with that. Then the Eagles. I mean, that's I, a tough. It, that's a tough start. That's a very that's tough. tough start. Now here's the other question, though. <laughs> it's not always guaranteed that these corners are going to be locked up with the wide receiver ones all the time. Some of these corners Actually, play these one side. Corners- these corners do play that kind of matchup more times than they don't. Gilmore almost always will go against the top one, yeah. wide receiver. You know, same thing with the other guys, Denzel Ward. When, especially when you consider the other receivers there, they'll be locked up against the top corners more than they like to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you got, you, they got the Cowboys, so uh, Jones, he'll go up against there. The Patriots again, Gilmore again. Then the Jaguars, Jalen Ramsey, or... Uh, A.J. Bouye, who is also a very good cornerback, but it's probably going to be Ramsey a lot. And then you got the Dolphins, Xavier Howard. So, yeah, then it's starting to weaken because then they play the Giants. Uh, no, but Janoris Jenkins is, is very solid cornerback as well. So, I mean, listen, I, I don't know. I guess you say that a lot of the cornerbacks take on the number one receiver, but a lot of times you have number one cornerbacks that play one side. Uh, Richard Sherman was like that. He would play one uh, the left side, I believe, most of the time. Oh, no, there's a lot of guys that yeah, yeah. definitely stay to their side. I, I I grant you that. Um, and Mike takes that into account in his article. It was a really good article. I wish I had it in front of me. I, di- I didn't save the, the link. Um, I, I mean, I could go find it, but it might take me a few minutes over there to yes. Yeah, s- send it but to it, me. But it's after. a really good article, and he really breaks it down, and, and it just doesn't look good for an early start for Anderson. I, I'm not saying you should totally freeze him out of your draft process or anything like that. Right. But if you don't draft him and he gets off to that slow start, don't be afraid to pounce on him and grab him for the rest of the season because I think he'll, he'll turn it around with Darnold and have a good finish to the year. It, it's all about taking, you know, taking a chance on something like that, and you know, it could easily become something that really boosts your team at a point where you need that boost. Absolutely. He's, Jim Day is making an early uh, in-season prediction here where you could actually, as an owner, whether – Robbie Anderson gets dropped, which he probably won't in most leagues. 
Right, he won't get dropped, but you could probably trade for him cheaper. Right, you could buy him on the low, and he could end up being a solid wide receiver for you down the line. Uh, these are things to look at. Robbie Anderson. So I'm, I'm assuming you're buying Robbie Anderson in 2019, though. You're, you're, you like... Oh, I think he has a good year. Absolutely mm-hmm. think he has a good year. I think you know, we saw it. You know, it was kind of strange, and we talked about this before, that Darnold, you know, he, he started out the season and he looked lost, as most rookie quarterbacks do. I'm not taking that away from him. I do like Darnold, um, and mm-hmm. I think he's going to become a, a really good quarterback in this league. But then he got injured, missed a couple of games, and then when he came back from that, it was like all of a sudden everything was clicking for him. I don't know if he spent so much time watching film in the, in the you know the rooms, going over the game plan and really getting it locked in or whatever. But when he came back after those last few games, he was playing exceptional football, and I think that is going to trend is going to continue. And I think Anderson has a really good shot to have a good year in this offense. Yeah, I mean after that that tough early schedule, perhaps he might. Uh, George. What about the rest of these wide receivers? You got Anunwa, Crowder, uh, and then obviously we got to talk about tight end before we end the program here. Chris Herndon, who is suspended for four games to start the season, which puts a damper on things because a lot of people were hyped about Herndon this year. He had a nice little breakout season last year. Not a huge breakout or anything, but he looked very good. He ended as tight end 15 in PPR last year. Comes into this season as tight end 16. With a 150 ADP, and I'm sure in certain drafts he's dropping even lower because of the four-game suspension. I think it's a pretty good value pick uh, as a backup tight end late in drafts. George, what do you think about, like I said, these wide receivers and tight end Chris Herndon? Well, I liked Herndon coming in until he got suspended. Uh, I don't know if I would have had him in my top 12, even if he wouldn't have got suspended. But he would have been right around that range with Hooper, maybe a Reed, Olsen, uh, Jimmy Graham, guys who you know could... Uh, in that 8-12 to 12 range at the end of the season, but not quite. We just don't know week in and week out. He is what you said he is. Now he's a, he's a good value late because people are going to shy away because he is out the first four games. I tend to worry he's out the first four. Maybe uh, that fifth game, he's not quite there yet, quite uh, in game shape because he's not around the team for a month. We'll see how that works out. I don't think I'll be taking him in too many leagues. I mean, there's a chance, once again, late uh, in a draft, I'll grab him. But then again, once the bye week's hit, guess who's, guess who's the first player I'm getting rid of? Maybe <laughs> Herndon by week starting week four because I don't need that backup tight end who's not even playing yet. So he's going to go unless that week is shy for me or, my, or if my t- uh, tight end one gets hurt, which of course could happen. Mm-hmm. But like I said, there's so many guys in this range: Hooper, Reed, Olson, Doyle, Grant, Rudolph, you know Herndon. If you like the rookies, all the rookies are in this range. So there's really no reason for me to even grab him. You can you can you can grab a tight end two for free. Yeah, yeah, and let me just add to that, and you know. This is the other side of the coin. I mean, you, they did bring in Ryan Griffin. And look, I, I know he's no stud, nothing no. like that. He's not going to do anything major. But he could do just enough that he peels that top layer off of Herndon's value even when Herndon gets back. Um, you know, And that, that kind of bothers me. I, I like the upside that Her, Herndon brings, but I like it more in a dynasty league than I do in a redraft league this year. There's plenty of tight ends that look like they're going to be more highly involved this year. And you got the guys coming back, the older guys coming back from injury as well. It's it just, man, he, he's such a tough pill to swallow at this point. Yeah, it is tough because of the four-game suspension. But I think it's not a bad... Now, obviously, all those guys you mentioned, George, uh, you know, Rudolph, Hooper, all those guys deserve to go ahead of, of Herndon at this point. But I think after that, 
when you're talking about talent at the tight end position, yeah, you got the rookies, Hawkinson, Fant, and them obviously have a high ceiling because we don't know yet. But I think he's a guy that could be overlooked. You could get him basically for free at the very end of the draft as a backup tight end. And I think it's a very good backup tight end to have because when he does, does come back, he could end up being a top 12, top 15 tight end in terms of talent when he comes on the field. So uh, there you have it. New York Jets tomorrow. We are doing the Fantasy Pit League Draft. That's the end of the AFC East. Next week, we'll do AFC North, the Browns. Jim Day, George Kirk, your boy, The Closer. We'll see you next time. Guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing daily fantasy baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be. So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 andro400.com I'm gonna miss you Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy I didn't want it to end In a PPR league he should be moved up to yeah, at least I think a high-end RB4 range uh, You know, he could have the type of value you know, like the James Whites, the Tariq Cohens out there, obviously they have more value because 
they've been doing it. Last year, Duke Johnson didn't really have his best year. Uh, and, you know, he was bogged down by all the backs that they have. Chubb and, you know, Kareem Hunt coming back. That hurt his value. Now there's really no running backs on this team besides Lamar Miller and Duke. And you would think Duke would get the majority of, you know, the pass-catching opportunities out there. And he's a very talented back. I mean, he's had very good seasons in fantasy. Uh, he's been a flex before, at least. He was uh, the number 11, uh, number 11 running back in the 2017. 2017, there you go. RB11 in PPR, I'm sure, 2017. What do you think about this signing, uh, Jim Day? And are you on uh, Duke Johnson now that he's Absolutely changed Absolutely love Duke Johnson. Me too. Always have. Glad he's going to a team that's actually going to use him. For whatever reason, Cleveland didn't use him. Stupid, stupid, stupid. One of the reasons why all those people that made those decisions are long gone. And most of them aren't coaching anymore. Uh, you got a talented guy like this who showed us, you know, two years ago what he can do on that field. And he's a great receiving back, one of the best in the league. Houston is absolutely going to use him in that. And don't forget, Houston plays a lot of no-huddle offense. And he's a perfect back for a no-huddle offense because he can run when needed to. So he's going to get a lot of play in, in Houston. I definitely predict he's going to have – Running back three kind of numbers, but with running back two upside in that offense. I, I agree 100% with you. I'm very high on Duke Johnson. I've always liked Duke Johnson. Came out of Miami. Uh, I believe he was, what is he, the all-time leading rusher in Miami? I don't okay. know that. Off College? I believe he though. is in terms of yardage. So, Duke Johnson, not only, the thing is, I think the misconception about him is that he, people think he's just a pass-catching back. He's a good running back as well. He could run between the tackles and stuff. He's not that small. He's 5'9", but he's 210 pounds. He's got weight to him. And on the ground in his career, he averages 4.3 yards a carry. I bet a lot of people did not know that. Uh, last year on 40 carries, average 5. 2017 on 82 carries, average 4.2. And in 2016 on 73 carries, average 4.9. I would hope that he'd get over 100 carries this year and maybe gets the targets like he did in 2017 where he had 93 targets for 74 catches and 693 yards. The touchdowns might be hard to come by. But I think this guy could have a lot of value and has a ceiling that's higher than a lot of the people because people kind of forgot about Duke Johnson in Cleveland. Now he's on a new team. I think this could be a really good, uh, you know, it adds to the running back depth in terms of drafting this year. I think he could actually have very good value in 2019. Couldn't catch the live show? Yes. Make sure to download our podcast at the FNTSY Sports Network Audio Boom channel. Oh, super.